and welcome to Season Quest Summer Finale. I'm Lucy Jones and I've played Aurelia Atlas. Hello, I'm Tom Collins and I played Consumer. I'm Lord Charles William Alfred, Leeming, and I played Elis Bark. I'm also a Lord. And I'm Troy J. Malcolm and I was the Summer DM and this is my final session. Let's get into it. Woo! Elis rises up into the air, a red glow all around him. <laughs> And immediately gains two levels. Woo! And immediately pops. <laughs> Aurelia, surrounded in green mystical energy, raises it into the air and gains two levels. Yay! Konsu, surrounded by blue energy, raises into the air and gains two levels. Oh wow, I don't deserve that. <laughs> the level six halfling, Pouch, uh -oh. dissolves <gasps> into the yellow gem. The gem falls back down into the pit, and all three of you lower and land back on the ground. Oh my goodness, do we take his levels? Oh, testicles. <laughs> Wait. Well, no, that can't be what I have. Baggy, pick that up! <laughs> <laughs> Elis, no, don't I touch need, it! Elis, I don't need a touch it! What do you mean? I've just killed my friend. What's a word that I can use to describe how I'm feeling right now? Upset? Oh, this is so not mutual. <laughs> <laughs> can I have like two seconds to roll my new health? Yeah, you sure can. Go ahead, guys. Shall we pause for a moment? Yeah. Yeah, do you guys want to quickly talk us through your quick level ups? Yeah, I hit level 13. Nice. I increased my dexterity by one and got a new spell, seventh level spell. Um, I went up to level 11. I got improved divine smite. Uh, so basically, every time I make a melee attack, it's one uh, d8 radiant damage, not just when I use divine smite. Um, and then I can also use divine smite. Also, I got a couple new spells. My health went up. You know, all of the cool stuff. I got uh, a new spell, some health, and the feet observant, which means my investigation is now a plus eleven, and my perception is a plus nine. Yikes. Nice. What level are you? Uh, nine. Hey, good looking. <laughs> very, very cool. Oh, man. How about that pouch, huh? Yeah, that pouch uh, disintegrated and the gem fell back into the pit. I'm so glad Serena didn't take it. Berenald, Baggy, Serena, Mark, and Glade are all looking at the gem, horrified. I think it might be a case of because he wasn't human, that's why he disintegrated. So Serena might still get the the good shit. Yeah, I feel... You just want more levels, don't you? No, no I because actually, I yelled I... out at Baggy to pick up the gem. I do want more levels. Baggy, grab it! No, I don't say that. Um, well, that was something. Can you guys feel that? Yeah, I think I... Upset? I no, 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 power. Yes, but I've been receiving a lot of those recently, so they kind of just feel kosher. Like, daily I'm getting more strong. All the time. It's kind of normal. I'm going to get... It's like heroin. I'm going to get really bad withdrawals when I stop <laughs> leveling up. Can I do a check to see if there's anything I can do? For to... Pouch? Yeah. He disintegrated. But I want him back. How much uh... tape do we have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you want to... Uh, what, what skills do you have that you can... Is he a powder? Yep, there is there is powder on the ground. It's like snowing into the pit. Can I cast animate object. <laughs> make, him, make him dance. You um, have that spell. Yeah, I nice. used it on the board. I, I do think you need to do a check yeah, of some I'm sort. Yeah, I'm thinking. Which uh, would be, I'm imagining, Arcana. Arcana? Sure. Oh, come on, Arcana's terrible. Twelve. 
Yeah, no, you you don't think there's anything you could do. You could not mend a human body. He's not human. Oh. Um, okay. That's stressful, but also, we have a lot of work to do. (laughs) What have you done? Says the lead Minotaur. I don't know. You know what? I'm going to say it really quick. I think it was his fault. Mine? No, the the halflings. Oh. As, as sad as I am about the fact that Baggy has passed... Pouch has passed away. At least Baggy's still alive. Pouch... You know? He did. So, I suppose what I think that we should do is, you know, get to work, right? I mean, we're your guards now, surely. I think that that proves that we could just incinerate you if we wanted to. So, I don't know. God, Godhood? Around the cave, Minotaurs start rising from the ground where they were laying... And looking at you guys, some of them look fearful. Some of them look determined and angry that you guys have come in. And they thought they were going to be able to just throw you into the pit. And it seems like you guys have a little more power than they expected. I really want to just flex and incinerate one. (laughs) Did you have something you were going to say? Witness us, Minotaurs. We are your leaders now. We have shown our power and called the weak from those among us. Sus. <laughs> when the minotaur is sus. and I pull out my chrome spray pants. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone fucking psycho mode. Well, we're we're on the path to godship. True. I figure this isn't much different. Um, guys, do we want to get to work? Do we want to get started on stuff? Space. Yeah, I think so. Um, can you take us to your engineers, your best engineers, the people who are making the space boat? You are making demands. Yeah. Yet. You have not proven that we should work with or for you. Okay, let me put it this way. I got one. Do you, do you have something? No, go ahead. Prove that you are equal to us. Pick up the gem. I was just going to use Finger of Death on one of them, but then I was like, probably shouldn't waste that spell on a, on a bit. The gem? Those who are strong enough to oppose us can hold the gem's power. You saw what happened to those who can't. Our whole cave is filled with gems. Surely we, the Minotaur, can wield these gems. Okay, give it a go then, pussy. Stop talking so much shit. Like, you're you're talking a big game for someone who's scared to go into the pit and grab that gem. Rogam, go get that gem. No, you ah. grab the gem. You grab the gem. Don't get someone else to do it. You grab it. You prove that you're a big leader guy taking the fucking lead. Go grab the gem. Yeah, you go get the gem. Yeah. <laughs> and Murog who was the lead Minotaur that was leading you guys, wanders towards the pit, hesitantly. And I I say out loud, Minotaurs, witness what power you think he holds. Go on, bud. I use message to say to Eolus, by the way, if he does survive, I can, you know, kill him with a finger, so it's fine. Right? I mean, I can can do a lot. We can get him. We can take him down. Easily. We've taken down guards before. You? Yeah, uh, yeah we'll be fine. You, you reckon you're taking down? Yeah, I reckon you're taking Okay, down. yeah. Okay, and we fist bump each other. <laughs> Mentally. <laughs> no, no, like physically, we're just next to each other and we just bump each other. And Murog leaps down into the pit, landing nearer to the gem than any of the people in there. But as he goes to grab it, you hear Berenald cry out in pain. This! I don't remember if Berenald had a voice. He did. Yeah. He got kind of Scottish. He was a bit Scottish, Arr, yeah. very gruff. He was. He was almost piratey, wasn't mm, he? Yeah. yeah. 
This Minotaur has... Cool. <laughs> no, go off. That's great. That was it. No, that's the one. That's the great. new one. Great. This Minotaur is the one that injured me. I hope he gets what is coming to him. I wink at Baronald. Baronald sees you wink. And Murog picks up the gem. He glows brightly, rises up into the air, and the other Minotaurs quickly lay back down, fearful, but also hoping that their leader, or this one individual who has claimed leadership, is strong enough to wield the gem's power. Last time we all touched our foreheads, should we do that again? Yeah. We touch our foreheads. And as you do so, beams of light shoot out of your foreheads, combining with his, and Murog explodes. Yes! So, (laughs) not to flex or anything. I mean, do you guys want to take this one? I've been I've been saying a lot of stuff, and I think you know. Okay. Go ahead. I guess we're just as strong as we say we are. <laughs> the two Boom. minotaurs who've been with you since the beginning of your meeting with them, Gorham and Rogam, both bow down to you guys. Our our new leaders, I suppose. <laughs> Why is he also Scottish? <laughs> Everyone's just Scottish now. <laughs> Sweet, that's fantastic. I was hoping we I was hoping we wouldn't have to do any like spells or anything it's great that we just dealt with it all go make a boat to space as space quick time. we need it right now actually like a- asap we we uh, yes yeah, yes shall we also just send a wee army to deal with pyre oh yeah it could be nice it could be nice are you guys confident you could kill a god any of you no it's a weak <laughs> god yeah pretty pretty weak right now like i would have to like i don't know jump into the they would have to i don't know jump into the lava or something are any of you immune to lava no. <laughs> okay, well maybe we Do any of you have uh, ranged weapons? We have plenty of weapons. How many how many boats are you making? We already have eight. We are planning on making eight more, but... Wait, so are we ready to go to space now? We are almost ready. We were planning on leaving on the last night of summer. Okay, well... We ah. could... Summer just started, so that sucks. <laughs> it's only been like a week. We... We have in our possession eight missiles. True. <laughs> <laughs> what a wild way to deal with this. You're, you're so happy. Look at your happy little face. <laughs> Charlie has a happy little face. <laughs> we, we will need one of these vessels. We will provide one for you. I think we want to have one that we're not in as well. No, no, we're like, not going to be in it. Can, yeah. it be, can it be remotely piloted? No. Who is the bravest among your minotaurs? You, no, you, no, no, I'm vetoing this. <laughs> Aurelius says, no, we're vetoing this. We're going to think of something different and we're not going to send a fucking minotaur on a suicide mission. Kamikaze. On a volcano. <laughs> the boats will hold six minotaurs. We could probably fit ten human-sized or smaller creatures into one. How long does the anime object last? Um, a minute. Eight hours. A minute. A minute. <laughs> we Never also mind. have plenty of weapons should you need any. We have scoured the islands, Turandul and Skilgard. We have taken many weapons from the dwarves. By the way, while this is happening, I'm going to jump into the pit and heal Bear on the bar. Uh, roll a dex or acrobatics just to, well, yeah, acrobatics to get down into the pit. Oh, not good. Seven. You do it, but you're going to take a little bit of damage. It's only a 10-foot drop, so 1d6. 5 damage. And uh, I'm going to... How unwell does Baronald look? 
he looks in pain. His wings have been cut off, and where they have been cut off, there, there is bloody stumps. I'm going to uh, give him what health points I would assume he'd need. Awesome. Like, 20? Yeah. Yeah. To get his wings back? Did he get his wings back? No. no. Uh, they're just, you're healing over the yeah. stumps. Okay. Are the wings around somewhere? No. <laughs> you cannot see them. Where, where are his wings? You call from down in the pit. Yeah, where's, where's Baronald's wings? You hear awkwardness. You hear the... Oh, they ate them. Yeah. Did you eat the wings? They did. Did you at least fry them good? Everyone knows that bear wings are tender and sweet. The Beretas are almost extinct because uh, they have you... been hunted and they are hard to find and capture. So Yeah, that's fucked. The fact you had one fly here to us was uh, extremely uh, pleasant and thank you. You sure you don't want to send one to bomb the volcano? Can I ask you a question? <laughs> yes. If oh. you can move at 30 feet, let's say, per sec- per six seconds, how long would it take you to get to the place where Pyre is? Volcano? Volcano. Uh, it's up. It, it should, we would be able to reach it. Oh. What if they had the speed of a vessel? Yes, if they had the speed of a vessel? We could definitely reach it by nightfall. Get there in an hour, maybe? Yes. Less than an hour? A little bit less? Like 45 minutes, maybe? An hour would be pushing it. It's a shame. Well, never mind. Um, just while all of these conversations are taking place, I'm organising like a ladder to be put down into the pit so everyone can get out. Maybe big strong ladder so we can get Baronald out as well. You shout these orders and yeah. Minotaurs prepare some sort of rope ladder down into the pit so that you guys can make your way out of it. Mm. They don't seem entirely happy with the situation but they seem too scared to deny or decline. I, I was carrying, like, the gem in my pocket, right? And I held mm-hmm. it in my hand a good few times. You so sure I know did. it doesn't mess with me. Yeah. I pick up the gem and put it in my pocket just as a sign of, like, uh, fuck yeah, I can actually <laughs> just pick this up. Mm-hmm. As you do so, and you put it into your pocket... <laughs> you start to glow bright. And <laughs> <laughs> kill you. No, you place it in your pocket, and Serena throws her arms around you and hugs you and says thank you. And then Lesbians (laughs) (laughs) I think we should send one of them on a suicide mission Because I feel like we're not going to be able to do it Unless we wait two days But I think we want that pie of power up I definitely do Yeah, I think that that would help us I mean (laughs) Shall we have a vote? Yeah Mm. All All in favour for killing a minotaur In terms of um, fucking them bombing a volcano Say aye Aye all, in, all opposed? No. You're not opposed? No, Okay, just sweet, the that's opposite. three for three. Let's go. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Minotaur, come here. Random one. Yes. Are you brave? I am extremely brave. Would you be willing to die for your country? He walks straight up to you. He towers over you. Like, he's... <laughs> I'm like fucking four foot ten. Yeah, he's almost three times your height. He's very tall. I... And scared of what you will do to me if I say no. Yes. I will fight. Let me say, if you don't do this, we will kill you, you know. And you don't want to end up dead. No. Obviously not. No. Sweet. Can that's good to hear. Can you solo pilot a boat? I could. It would decrease how fast we can go. Oh, that's, that's fine. fine. We just need you to bomb a volcano. Uh... Dive bomb straight into a phoenix corpse. Yeah. Right. You could survive. I... I you know can... what? Actually, actually, I know... 
I forgot I could do this completely. Um, I'm going to cast a spell on you, and it's going to make you invincible for 16 days. Oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. So, do you feel stronger? I'm going to get you to roll deception, I assume. I can, I'm going to support this, and I'm going to tell you how in just a moment. So, I'm, give, I'm giving you... Here's an extra die. I would say, like, an give advantage. a little digitation, make him feel, like, warmer or something. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, 19. Um, and the way in which I support that is I go to, like, throw a punch, but I, I kind of whiff it, so I, like, slow down right just before I hit him. So, like, it, I barely touch him. Obviously, I gave you this power so I can take it away and kill you instantly, but you will now be su- able to survive dive-bombing that volcano. Amazing. I feel warmer. The strength wells inside me. The volcano will not stand a chance. Boom. Up top. Wait, you be? get fucking squished. <laughs> wow, Kansu, I didn't know you could do that. Let me try. Let me shoot him. He <laughs> <laughs> just pulls out his gun. <laughs> the Minotaurs have always fought the dwarves, but now volcanoes, gods, elves, halflings, nothing can stand in our way. Okay, well, you went yeah. volcanoes, <laughs> gods, big things. Elves, halflings? <laughs> the elves. Let him have his moment. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I, Elves are incredibly intelligent. We've never outsmarted Oh, you seem pretty smart. You've made a spaceship. We've been um, unable to find the elven village, no matter how hard we try. Oh. Well, that could be for the sequel. Anyways, go. Maybe there's just no elves. (laughs) (laughs) We saw a half-elf, didn't we? Yeah, but is that an elf? (laughs) Oh, half-elf, right. I heard half-elf. Half-elf. It's a a different species called a (laughs) half-elf. Half-alpha. Okay, go ahead and... uh, Anyways, yes, go ahead and, and uh, die for you. I mean, live uh, for you. I will prepare one of the boats for myself. Do I go alone? Yeah, well, yeah. Because we don't, we don't want... I, can't, I can only do it to one person at a time. You can bring a friend if you want. We, yeah, if you want. You bring a friend. <laughs> I will take my wife. Come, Grandma. Uh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'll cast another spell on your wife. Uh, Bibi, you can make people invincible too. Let us test it. She says. Well, hold on, no. hold on, hold on. She swings... Two people who are invincible will be able to hurt each other. She you don't... swings a punch at her husband, and he does feel it. And he swings one back, and she feels it. Listen, okay, what you're misunderstanding here is when two people who are invincible punch each other, they can feel it. Obviously, everyone knows that. Like when the gods go to war. Yes, like when we go to war. Yes. Okay, go. Let's go, Grindel. Yes! <laughs> and the two of them head off towards the boat. So that's got to be Pyre done, right? This is so fucked. <laughs> Gorum and Rogum, who are still nearby, Seth Rogum, turn to you, and Gorum says, What would you have us do? We have the boats. We can prepare more. We can provide armor or weapons or... Oh, we need let's, to go to space. Let's armor and weapon up. Let's see if we can get anything, like, Ooh, really cool. Yeah. I hate weapons. Well, check out that armor. Can I have, uh, maybe a, a gun? <laughs> I know not of what you speak. Cool. I can have my own shield. And as Konsu says it, he realises he doesn't know what a gun is. Why did he say that? The gun appears in his hand. That's what I thought was about to happen. I thought you were really going to give him a gun. <laughs> you are led by Gorum and Rogum over to a large armory. Berenald, Baggy, Serena, Mark and Glade follow you. Glade holds his spear upright in his hand proudly. Mark, brandishing his longsword, looks at you all, proud of what you've become. And Serena, with a kopesh in hand, 
both bows and salutes at the same time. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Baronald winces as he is, you know, still in pain. Granted, he has been healed. There's no bleeding, but he is still obviously traumatized by the lack of wings. And speaking of traumatized, Baggy, tears still streaming down his face, follows behind you all, sadly. Baggy, come here. Yes? I want you to know that even though Pouch is dead, he lives on through us. Oh, Because we absorbed his life force. You did? Is that what you're going to do to me? No, you're our friend. He was your friend too. Yes, but that was more of an accident. And you threatened to kill Satchel when he... Took those rabbit feet. Well, that's because Satchel left. He wasn't our friend, you know? You're you're one of the good... <laughs> you're built different. Yeah, you're built different. You're awesome. W- would you ever hurt a halfling? No. no. Willingly? No, it depends on what they did to us. I suppose the question should be, would I ever hurt a halfling for no reason? And the answer is no. Oh, okay. Uh, I will fight alongside you still. Let, let's go. Yes. I mean, technically, I think you've been in enough danger at this point that you could willingly leave as a retainer from a noble background, because technically you don't even, like, any reason why you might leave, like being in a dangerous situation, you will leave. But I suppose you've been very loyal so far. Maybe I should give you a promotion or something. Um, here. And I pull out five gold and give it to him. Oh, thank thank you, Lord Consumer. I, I appreciate this a lot. Anytime. In fact, fuck it. Here's 90 gold. Giving him all your gold? No, nope, I've got 198 and I've never used it. I, I will be the richest halfling in all of half, should I ever return. <laughs> oh, you'll return. Thank you. I can't wait to tell Dill and all the people of half how strong I've become. Ooh. Dill's fine, Dill's fine. Why, mm. Why'd you pull that face? Oh, no reason. I yeah. could blow up a halfling village, half town. No! And, and they could move to Cool Land, because no. Cool Land's so much cooler. Okay, fine. No worries. <laughs> I mean, that's not my reign. That's your reign. It's gone land. And you all head off to the armory. And as you do so, Elis has this brief moment of reflection, pondering the question that the halfling just asked. Would you harm a halfling? (laughs) And he remembers the witch bolt that he sent through the old halfling woman's face. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. The old hag bitch. Um, And I'll get you each quickly to describe what you do in the armory. You might as well roll a d20 just so you can choose which order you go in. One. Three. Five. I thought I rolled bad. <laughs> well, hey, you guys got this out of the way now. Hopefully you get bigger rolls during your... Uh... Finale. Yeah. So I've, I've gone in among the, the armory, and I've found myself a nice set of red plate armor. Nice. Yeah. So I'm, I'm upgrading from the chain mail. To full red plate armor. Hmm. It even comes with gauntlets that like come up over your hands when you want them to. Oh, cool. Like that... like crab claws. Yeah. And the plate is crab shells. When I was going through the armory, I found a shield. A uh, um, golden shield. And it looks like very classical shield shape. Mm-hmm. Like the two curves at the top. It goes down to the bottom. Like It just so happens that the golden rim of your shield matches your hair, Aurelia. Just... The same curve, the same colour, like it's also it's yeah. like a like a dusty blonde. No, she said golden. No, it's like gross. How fucking dare you? I mean, when did you last shower? Yeah. This morning, you guys were here. Oh, I'm saying, Lucy, your hair looks great. Yeah, oh, thank you. Brilliant. I need oh. to dye my hair a lot. <laughs> I think it looks cool. Kind of looks like planned. 
It's just that pink fades really well. Your mm-hmm. hair looks planned. Hey, babe. I'll take it. <laughs> Imagine going up to like someone in a nightclub and just like over very loud. Hey, your hair looks really planned. It looks it looks planned. Planned. <laughs> plant. Plaid. <laughs> hey, baby, did you plan to have hair? <laughs> <laughs> I know I didn't. <laughs> Konsu doesn't really use weapons, but he does have a certain fondness for like daggers like ceremonial daggers mm, and so, if i remember correctly your last one got lost i by threw them friends. away well you threw them at us well i didn't throw them at you troy did anyways uh yeah i'm looking for like a nice like dagger that sort of appeals to my taste maybe like a sort of like one of them really curved blades uh, mm. a nice like bu- maybe bone hilt nice um, with a with a nice gold blade and some bronze uh edges I'm thinking. Absolutely. And it's not really strong. It's not really a good dagger. You wouldn't kill someone with it, but you would kill someone with it. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) And I uh, I put it in my little dagger slot. I think my other lonely dagger slot. And I go, sucks. And I throw that one away. Sheath? Yeah. My dagger slot. I like like dagger slot better. Mm. I don't. (laughs) I regretted it after saying it. And I probably won't leave it in the episode. Mm. I like it a slot. (laughs) Okay, I have to now. (laughs) Oh. As the three of you leave the armory, you are surrounded by minotaurs who bow down as you walk past them. Mm. And then, from behind you in the armory, exits Berenald, now in large armor that covers his head and back, and it has openings where the wings would have been. That's depressing. Does he have a battle axe? He does not. Great swords are two-handed, right? Yeah. I might just get a one-handed sword as well so I can keep my shield. Sorry to jump back a moment. I, As we're walking out, I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot something. <laughs> I'm so mad. You've had the chance to put a bear with a battle axe in your fucking campaign. That's for you to do, isn't it? No, because now there's already a bear with armor and shit. Mm. Now yep. I'm going to do a normal guy with a battle axe. Now armored, Serena, Mark, Glade, and Baggy all come out ready and awaiting your orders. And the Minotaurs stand ready. Mm. Do you know what? I'm going to take a battle axe. Ooh. Are they one-handed? Mm-hmm. Great axes are double-handed. Mm. Yeah. Two-handed. Who's ready to go to war? I am. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's I what I was waiting for. I want to go to war. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Let's get in the boats and, and go to war. Okay, so we're, just so you know, we're going to go kill Falsity just so you know. What? Uh, Why did you tell them? <laughs> to let them know? We are going to kill the dragons of the moon. Yes, that's what I meant. That's what he meant. So we're going to falsity. There are seven boats. We will take seven of them. And I imagine you and your companions can probably all fit into the last one. You said there were seven boats and you said you would take seven. That's right. <laughs> without uh, a boat. And then there's one that's going to kill the volcano. That's right. There were eight boats. That one's left. So we'll take... Mm. You take six, we'll, we'll take, take one. We'll take six, you take one. Do you have a pilot that we can have? Uh, y- yes. I suppose Gorham or Rogam could go with you. All right, what about Mumford? Yeah, but Don't ask about his sons. Son. <laughs> we have a Dadford. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, sure. Dadford? What's your funny voice, Dadford? Hello! Oh, it's always, it's always... It's always that. It's always that. <laughs> that was the uh, original Halfling's voice, I believe, yeah. yeah. Change it. <laughs> <laughs> Arr, wait. Full pirate, full pirate. Full pilot. 
Oh yeah, we are going in a boat. Uh, pirate. <laughs> Yo ho ho ho. Excellent. So, eight minotaurs climb into the six boats that are there for them, and into the last boat climbs Dadford, who has a peg leg. <laughs> yes. Baggy, Serena, Mark, Clade, the three of you, and Berenold. Tight. Right. Tight. It is a tight fit. It's not the biggest of boats, but you're all in it. I push Mark off. <laughs> no. No. You'll all fit. And with that, it is time to go to the moon. I can breathe in space. We can all breathe in space. Well, you don't know that you can. I know I can for 100%. You guys, not so sure. Shit, I don't know if the Minotaurs can. So, with that, <laughs> one by one, the Minotaur... I can imagine if they died immediately in space. They go. The boats start dropping. One by one, the Minotaur pilots, pirates, of the boats, begin chanting and casting incantations on the boats so that they can fly. What shall we do with the drunken sailor? 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 Up she rises, wait. And one by one, the boats float up into the air and out of the labyrinth. Can someone hold my hand while we do this? I'm scared. Yeah, come here. You are so immediate. I grab onto Eos' hand. It's clammy and wet. It's bony and, and loose skin because it's old people's skin. I grab onto a hunk of his skin. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I let go. But that is also the first time Elis has been called a hunk. <laughs> mm. Usually it's just a hunch. Elis, <laughs> <laughs> why don't you stand up tall for once? For just a moment, I stand up to my full seven feet and you hear. Bonk your head. <laughs> <laughs> bonk my head and you hear my spine crack and I go, oh no. Better not. <laughs> And the boats soar out. Where in the procession? Procession? Where in the line of boats are you guys? Are you near the well, front? Are you at the back? Isn't it usually like if some really important people are driving somewhere and there's multiple cars, the first car doesn't have them in it because that's the one that gets ambushed and they're always in the second car. So I say we take the second car. Well, we'll be in the middle one, right? Because there's seven boats. There's eight boats. And it's not the seven because one of them is going to blow up the volcano. You guys yeah, have sent them to the count. volcano. Yep. I think we go on the second one. Sure. Sure. And as you fly up out of the Zembra Caves, you are able to look down and see the whole of Wundavia. And you can see the Halfling Village. You can see Cool Land. You can see the mountains where you met both Half and Pyre. You can see roughly where the tomb was, where you guys found the labyrinth and found your friend Konsu's body. Ah. Uh-huh. My Two old questions. kingdom. Two questions. One, can we see the boat go into Pyre? You sure can. Two, can I see my snowman in Cool Town or Cool Village? You that cannot see... Far away? Do you How close? <laughs> it's called Cool Land. Cool Land. And no, you cannot see it from the height that you guys are ascending. I, I whisper, I'll, I'll come home to you, snowman. <laughs> I whisper back, who are you talking to? <laughs> he was so close to me. <laughs> what are we whispering about? It's really squished in here. <laughs> And as you look down, I'll get you all to roll perception. Eight. Eight. Thirteen. Nice. Ish. Charlie. Um, eleven. Observant. So you rolled a... Two. Yeah. Wow. That's a pretty decent hike up. Uh, yeah. You guys all look down and you can see Grendel and Moraglomp, who is her husband, flying their boat straight at the volcano. 
moment of silence in the podcast. We're saluting. Charlie's not saluting. He's doing a peace sign. What was your guys' plan with the missile boat? It's going to launch itself into Pyre. Straight into where Pyre sank. We probably mentioned that detail to um, You did, because you said into the uh, volcano. Yeah. Yeah, hit Pyre, killing Pyre with the resulting explosion. I'm hoping that because these are magical ships, it will result in some sort of magical explosion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But you've just told them to, uh, like... Just fly into it. Yeah. Yeah. They're convinced they're invincible as well. They are convinced so they they're invincible. No, they have no reason to not. No <laughs> worries or qualms. Fucking pedal to the metal. They're going full speed. They yeah. are going full speed. 16 days of invincibility. <laughs> <laughs> Odds, it's too late. Woo! Four evens. Because at no point have we discussed whether or not Pyre is still in the volcano or if it had already left while you guys were in the tomb. No, you said it was going to wake up in two days, so we just, just so it makes sense that it would just be dead in the volcano. He's already giving it to us, don't argue. Anyways. We thought that, at least. <laughs> and the boat goes and does exactly what you assumed. The two minotaurs hold the sides of the boat as it rams straight down into the volcano. But a split second before it hits the lava... Pyre comes out, fully reborn, beautiful, <laughs> majestic, a new beginning. What a sight to behold. Oh yeah, gorgeous <laughs> Rainbows everywhere, <laughs> shining out. And the boat hits it, driving it back into the volcano, burning it. And, from what you can assume, based off the magical glowing essence that flies straight at Elis Bar, <laughs> it kills Pyre. The final disciple of Windavia. <gasps> I can't believe we've killed all of them. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. And as you leave the atmosphere of Finity, Elis gains two levels. Yay! He now does double damage Yay! and all of the other things that were previously mentioned to do with <laughs> fixing his, uh, completing his, ah, uh, what was, what, what, attuning? No. Attunement. Achievement? Make, make the finger. Make it a James Strong. Make it the finger. Exactly. Strong. What health do you have now? 72. 72. Not bad. Nice. I read it first. Before Charlie even wrote it down, I read it. And with that, the three human heroes, the first humans ever in the world of Wendavia, leave it. And are now the first Whoa. humans in the space above Finity. Or I guess, Infinity. Space. 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 Right, see you later, guys. <laughs> <laughs> now that you're in space, you can see all of the celestial beings that exist. Above you, Falsity, Tibber, and Hannah, the three moons. One is super large, one is quite large, and the smallest one is doing a figure eight around them. You can see the sun, or big star, that all of you feel like you know is named Oregus. And in the other distance, a large black hole sucking everything into it, which you feel like it's called Calm. Well, well, well. Team, squad, friends. Uh, are, is this the end of our journey? Aren't I we going to do that thing? Aren't we going to... Yeah, kill. But nearing the end. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was wondering, just for the sake of it, I know this spell called Mass Suggestion. I could suggest Finity fight the other moon gods and kill them, right? Probably. Falsity? Right, could I do that? And then we could just kill Finity, or whoever's left, maybe? Get kind of more power? Or no, I don't know. We'll just kill Finity. We'll make it complicated. Finity's the world. 
Falsity. We'll just kill Falsity. We won't make it complicated. And then we'll nuke the world. I mean, yeah, we, we could set the other moons to fight one another, but you know. Well, it might take a while. Might take a while. Or we could just do it in a montage. Let's end the season battle. on a montage. That's the way we should do it. Mm. And it seems like it's going to take a while for you guys to reach Falsity. So, you hunker down and might as well take an uninterrupted, unnecessary to guard, long rest. Yay! As you sleep on your boat up in space, Elis and Aurelia do not dream. Huh, boo. So we get to bring the side characters. <laughs> Kontsu has feverish dreams all oh, through no. the night. Not again. And if he wondered why, it's because he got slapped with a poisonous tongue of healing. And the poison lingered and gave him vivid nightmares. He relived all the nightmares from earlier in the season. <laughs> what were my nightmares? Uh, I, I had the nightmare that the the, 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 the path thing, that Hearth rejected me or whatever, mm-hmm. and then a griffin attacked me. I had a nightmare. I remember my you had many nightmares. Yeah, lots. They were all... Bad. Bad. In I, fact, you not only have yours, you have Elis's and Aurelia's <laughs> too. That's so funny. Why am I having the nightmare that people aren't respecting me. <laughs> I have I also um I have the I have a nightmare that on the way or when we get to Finity Falsity. Falsity. <laughs> God damn. Dude, you've ruined my life. <laughs> when we get to Falsity, uh we get on the moon and we all just die. Like we don't even get a chance. That's my that's my worst nightmare. Mm. And then I also have the nightmare that Elis is like naked and I'm like, uh yucky so old <laughs> And you all awake the next morning, you assume, feeling well rested and with falsity, the largest of the moons, about 40 feet away. Mm. You are coming in. You woke up with not a lot of time left. <laughs> uh, let's get prepped, guys. <laughs> coming in for a landing. What do you do? I don't have a lot of prep spells, actually. I have a question. Go ahead. How do we fight a moon? That's a great question. What else do we have? How close are the other ships? Uh, there's one that's about 30 feet away. The others are, you've got two flanking you and you've got three behind you. Are they all within 120 feet? Yes. Okay. Morning. Hang on to, oh no. And I'm going to But now we know. I'm not going to get you. Okay. It's time for a lovely space horse. Incredible. Uh, Tom, was there anything you were doing? I'm wondering if I should go invisible or not. <laughs> Wait, the other ship's like 10 feet away, right? From you guys? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I was going to thunderstep, but that would hurt you guys. No point. No point in that. Oh, I know what I want to do. Bear with me. Baron Old's here. What? I'm going <laughs> to religion the... check. Okay, well, what I'm going to get you to do first is everyone to roll a d20, since you all have something you want to do. Let's see, who does their thing first? 16. 9. 2. Yeah, go ahead, Tom. I'm doing a religion check. To try and get in contact with Falsity and uh, and then coax him out. 19 plus 2 or whatever. You immediately feel your connection with Falsity grow strong. Your gem glows and you can see the spiritual form of Falsity in your mind. Falsity, we're coming to the moon <laughs> with good news. I would like you to meet us outside. The, on the on the veranda. Or we can meet you in your cave. I don't know. Where do you want us to meet you? That's my question. When you reach the surface, I will come and find you. 
Thank you for returning to me, my son. Oh, well, no worries, Mum. Um, <laughs> I think the response is, no worries, my moon. <laughs> Moom. <laughs> um, That's how, that is how Americans pronounce it. Yep. Moom. Moom. Yep. I've sure. got my friends with me and plus a bunch of minotaurs. Uh, and we're going to... Are you pro or anti other moons? We will discuss everything <laughs> when you arrive. Okay, cool. Is there anything that I can help you with now? Well, <laughs> it's always nice to have a little bit more power, right? It is. And when you reach me, I will bestow upon you as much power as I can. Cool. <laughs> Sounds good. As and my long, friends as well? Of course. As long as you can find a fourth wielder. And then she disappears. Oh, beans. Right. Serena. Yeah, let, can I have the rock? <laughs> Not yet, unfortunately. Elis Bark has done something. I have tapped my rod of rulership into the boat, tap, tap, and I target all the minotaurs in the area. How many can you get? Everyone that's in the area. 120 feet. That's cooked. Yeah. That's so many. How many that's is there? So 120 minotaur. feet would not be all the boats, right? You can fit six per boat. Uh, six minotaurs per boat is what you said? Yeah, I think you said eight. Yeah, you said eight per boat. Okay, I prefer. And there were six full boats. Okay, and then so that is you plus know, one. Who is two flanking us, one in front of us, two behind us, I guess. Yeah, it's forty nine, I believe. Do the roll, John. Roll forty nine d twenty. Oh, is it that they? They roll? have to pass a fifteen. Shall we do one for each boat? Yeah. And then one for our boat as well. The pink's our boat. You roll for your boat. Your... I'm I'm not targeting um the humans. Yep, just just, just the minotaurs. Yeah. Tom's going to roll for the boat in no, front Lucy of you. Is. And Lucy's oh, well, going to the... roll for Dadford, who's in your guys' boat. Mm-hmm. Three. Nice. Thanks, guys. No worries, man. I roll a one. I roll a three. Nice. And we get a three. A 12 and a 13. What are they trying to... They're trying to beat 15. And two boats rolled 18s and 20s. But let's say you still got, like, half of those mm. anyway. Sweet. So those those are all charmed by me now, just in case you know, because we're gonna. They didn't want to fight the moon, but like but if we're I'm gonna like, fight the moon. I'm like, this is some good shit, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I, the moon's I, all the dragons. I don't know. Yeah, I say out loud, um, I'm happy. That's it. Good to hear I'm happy too. About to kill my mother. Oh, sorry. About to kill my mother. You have thirty-one minotaurs under your control, Elis. Mm-hmm. I am. Casting Fine Steed, and I want my lovely horse back. <laughs> we don't have a lot of space in this boat. I will be I will be ready to jump on top of lovely horse. Cool. Aurelia casts her spell, leaps into the air, and lovely horse appears mm-hmm. where she was. It takes about ten minutes to do, so I'm just slowly but surely. It is, <laughs> it, it, it Sorry, is, it yeah. is pretty... That's why mine was last. It was a time-consuming one. It also is gravity. Lovely space horse appears. Does Lovely Horse have a little astronaut helmet? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, actually. Even though it doesn't need it. Absolutely doesn't. But, you know, a lovely wee, lovely wee helmet. Yeah. With space for the horn to... Like, of I don't, course. Because There's a hole in the astronaut <laughs> helmet. Cause, no, because it's like a bubble around Lovely Horse's head. I, I think the horn's just a little bit too long. So there's a small hole at the top that the horn sits. So there's no gap. Mm-hmm. And it's doesn't like if we can breathe in there, the pressure's fine, I imagine. So it'll be fine. Yep. Doesn't need a helmet. Just horses for the can't breathe in space. It just happens. Horses can't breathe. 
lovely horse is fine, and you now mm-hmm. have your steed with you. And with that, the Minotaurs, if Elis allows them, are going to land their ships. Serena, come here. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what else. I don't know Serena. <laughs> and yes. Aurelia, give me the gem. Can I give it to her? Sure. Go off. Go. Serena takes the yellow gem and immediately... If this kills her, I'm going to be so upset. ...begins to glow. Her eyes go yellow and she becomes engulfed in the yellow energy. Big whammy, no death. Big whammy, no death. Big whammy, no death. And the essence gets bigger and brighter around her and you all feel the urge to place your fingers upon your gems. Okay. I like... <laughs> Sorry, we all did it in real life. Yeah, each time they have placed <laughs> yeah, every their fingers. Single, every single time we say we're going to salute or fist bump or like touch our foreheads, we do. It's called yeah. immersion. The blue, green and red essences and energies and lights from your guys' gems all hit Serena and the yellow energy that surrounds her goes into the gem as it forms upon her forehead. Yes. We did it. She becomes the fourth gem-wielding human hero. She looks panicked and scared because she did think you were giving her her death mm. and that she would die like the others before her. But instead, she feels a lot stronger. No it's... bias to the other humans, but Serena is our favourite. So yeah, mm, that's just true. I, I look at Mark and I was like, you are in consideration, but unfortunately we went with another route. Glade, we chose, we didn't even think about you, and I don't remember the last one's name. Gareth isn't here. Garth isn't here, Baggy's here. Baggy, I remember your name. Baggy, you would have died. (laughs) Yes, so we couldn't have given that to you. We would have loved for you to be a god. I mean, that's why we gave it to Pouch in the first place. We didn't. Yeah. What are we doing? Are we going down to the surface? Yes. Land, ho. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, all seven of the ships row towards the moon. Row, row, row your boat gently to the moon. (laughs) Merrily, 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 merrily. Moon. (laughs) Moon. Moon. You land upon the moon. You are now on the moon. Congrats. You have left... It's everything we've ever wanted. I jump off the ship first. Wait, can we we have a race for that? (laughs) It does make sense. Roll your d20s. What are we going for? Dexterity, I guess, right? Yeah, would it be acrobatics? Athletics Athletics makes the most sense, I think. Athletics? Fuck yeah. So athletics. I'm going to lucky that. Cool, I don't give a shit, because I would have failed anyway. Well, that'll be a... um, Bullshit. But the first one was a 12, so Mm -hmm. uh, 21. 22. (laughs) Can I pitch how this happens? Yeah. Eelis goes to jump off. You push Eelis away. And jump off, and then Elis just pushes Konsu, who's not even trying to jump <laughs> off. He's just standing there. He just goes like, yeah. In my in my head, Elis jumps up first, but to me, because you're so like tall and thin, you like you don't land very quickly. <laughs> so you're out of the ship first, technically. Your but I'm on the moon you. first. You the do. guys are floating away. <laughs> I have to run over and pull you down. I jump too st- early. <laughs> are you still on the horse? Yeah, me and the horse. So, I, well, I'm not on. I'm. I'm, <laughs> I don't, I'm on the moon, okay? I got the 22. Let me be on the moon. I'm just asking if you're still on the horse. <laughs> I'm still on the horse. You and Lovely Horse are the I, first people on the moon, and you managed to dismount from your horse before Elis's gravity catches back up to him and I, he lands beside you. I jumped down the, off the horse really quickly to touch the moon, and I get back on the horse. <laughs> I do, I do like a couple quick, I try to like get in all of the firsts on the moon. 
<laughs> first horse on the moon, first person on the moon. I, I, Lucy I, quickly kisses, has sex, drinks a drink, <laughs> kills someone, just I, gets everything out of the way. I, I like walk around, jump and hop and skip and then... <laughs> and then Eolus lands and you go, ha ha. <laughs> and Kansu. <laughs> First person to laugh at someone on the moon. <laughs> uh, I'm going to wait till the boat lands and come off it real elegant like. Like a king would instead mm-hmm. of like a child. Mark and yeah, Glade. we do it like how gods would. <laughs> Mark and Glade lift you, one arm each, and lower you down onto the planet's, uh, the moon's surface. Thank you, humans. And I walk, <laughs> and I look around, and I go, is Serena here? She needs to be here for the, for the stuff. And Serena gets off behind all of you and walks behind you. I, I, I'm, I'm still not sure what oh, you... Oh, Serena, come here. Come here. Come you, into the yes. circle. Okay. You're like a god now. You can have oh. to apologise. Just do whatever the fuck you want. You're one of us now. Okay, well... You're not part of the crew. This is still the crew. You're like... You're yeah. kind of... We're the crew, but we're all the team. Yeah, that's... Oh, that's... Thank you. Uh, I'm still going to let you guys take the lead. I'm... Yeah, well, of course. You have no leadership skills whatsoever. Or someone I who's do. actively playing you. Yeah. Mark and Glade are with me. They will protect me and I will protect I them, think, but... I think you'll be fine. Thank you. I don't know what we're doing here on the moon, but you saved us from the Minotaurs. You saved us from that area we couldn't get out of. You told yeah, us drowned. how to drown ourselves. You guys get stuck in locations a lot, huh? Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's kind of my downfall. But thanks to you guys, we're finally... On the moon. On the moon. <laughs> At least she's a lesbian, so you can... <laughs> <laughs> I just got one thing going for her. At least she's a lesbian. Listen, she may be dumb as bricks. She may be... Stupid as fuck. <laughs> I couldn't think of another thing. But at least she's a lesbian. I need that on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> at least she's a lesbian. Each of the boats <laughs> lands around you, and the Minotaurs all get out and stand behind you. You have an army. Energy from the moon's craters congeals and forms a large canine-esque creature that all of you recognise as falsity. I forget she's a dog. Come here, girl. <laughs> Is she, like, standing up, or is she on all fours? She is standing up. Okay. Hind legs. Like, like sort of an Egyptian thing. Very much like an Egyptian. <gasps> like Come a Miamese an Egyptian. Come here. Like Konsu, yes. Come here. She looks at you, looks you up and down, and says, Konsu, being silly is not wise, especially in a time like this. <laughs> you have done what I have asked. You and your friends have killed all twelve disciples. You see how we did that last one? Yeah, it wasn't what I expected. It was pretty cool. It, it was, was pretty fucked up. We told a guy that he was invincible and he wasn't. He's just dead. Yep, him <laughs> and his wife. Both destroyed. Incredible. I hope none of the Minotaurs just heard that one. <laughs> it's Awkward. fine. It's fine, guys. <laughs> it's fine. They're dead. <laughs> but your mission is not over. There are 11 other continents down there. Each of them with their own primordial god. Oh. Each one with 12 disciples. The world is not ours yet. There is still more to do. Can we do it all from up here? What do you mean? Like... Big laser? Yeah, big space laser, maybe? Big space laser? I mean, we could combine <laughs> your four energies together. But, um, can we make, like, a good, like, a unit of people? Like, send the Minotaurs down to different continents to take down each disciple. And we stay they up here. They specifically said that they're not ready to kill a god. Okay, well, one of them already has. Two of them. Two of them. True. So, 
We just need to keep that two to one ratio. We have ratio. what? How many, how many minotaurs do we have? Like 50-ish? So there's Cent- 400-ish total. We only have 30-something up here. Yeah. So 50-something up. 40-something. So we, we send- have some... So if we send them down, and it takes two to kill each disciple, and we have <laughs> each disciple... How many disciples are there? 12 times we 11, 132. We're going to need about... Yeah, we're going to have to kind of eliminate most of the Minotaur race, but we can still do it. Yeah. We need more ships. Yeah, well, they can build that. It only took them, what, like a few years to build these ones? The other Minotaurs are building ships down on the Earth now. Good to hear you were listening me. to this? Yes, we're all standing here ready. They're uh, fine. It's fine. You're fine? Yes, we're fine. Cool. Um, well, that sounds good. Um, yeah, why don't we just do that? Do you guys want to go kill the other disciples for us and we'll take care of things up here? Yeah! Call all the ones that Elis is in charge of. However, one of the Minotaurs, who he does not have control over, points out, We came here for the dragons! We wish to destroy the dragons! I cast let's Fireball on. <laughs> no, let's do that first. Okay, um, Finity, can I ask you a question? Falsity. Falsity, can I ask you a question? A serious one? Yeah, of course. Um, you and the other gem bearers may ask me anything. What's your like view on death? For gods? For what? Yeah, for gods. Death is... It's the end, right? Mm, it can be. Mm. It can also be new beginnings. Could be for other people, right? Yes, definitely. True. Definitely. True. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. I mean, you want to kill all the disciples to become the Supreme ruler, ruler of Infinity, yes. yes. Yes, and I feel like... Using us in that equation, mm. it makes sense, right? But it is a lot of workload for one person. I think maybe we should separate it between, I don't know, four people, right? That sounds like a good idea. Four How people? do you mean? Well, Aurelia, obviously. Mm-hmm. We've got Eilis. We've got Serena. Yes. And then there's me. Yes. And then that way, you know, we four can rule the world. And Have the four of you not been killing the disciples together already? Well, not Serena, but... Yes, so we can rule the world, and um, I guess what I'm saying here is, and this is awkward... Because you've given, you've been so much help, so much mm, help. Mm. But the board has been talking. We've been talking, <laughs> and you're not in the equation. Falsity, you're fired. And I cast fireball. Is this something you three have discussed? Because no. you all looked at me like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> fuck you, Troy, <laughs> fuck you. No. I mean, we have discussed killing falsity. It's just, I, I didn't think we were going to be doing it immediately. I thought we were going to, mm. I don't know. No, we're getting right to it, and then we can move on to the next gods after because we've already killed one. Fireball. Sure, what does... do I ro- Dexterity saving throw. And she needs to beat... 17. Oh, wait, no, 18. 18? Maybe 19. Whoa. And... Okay, oh. no, 18. It hits. Uh, cool, and I'm going to use Empowered Spell real quick. One of my sorcery points. Boom, boom. Uh, and I can re-roll, what is it? Three? Four? Five? Sure. Oh my god. Okay, well, I ended up worse for two. <laughs> yeah, 23, I guess. Except, because you have fully double damage. combined with your gem, you deal double damage. 46. And, because it's the moon, the moon is weak to fire, thanks to the uh, Morales effect. <laughs> Miles? <laughs> Miles Morales? <laughs> Excellent. You hit Falsity with your fireball, it throws her back. She regains her composure, looks at you, and says, How dare you! I brought you into this world, Konsu, and I can sure as fuck take you out of it. Bring it on, Mum, bitch! (laughs) He's turned 13, he's rebelling. (laughs) 
It's official. Today was my 13th birthday. <laughs> and with that, everyone will be rolling initiative. Ooh, 14. Dirty 20. 10. Glade launches their spear straight at Falsity. They throw it, and it hits, dealing a small amount of damage. Aurelia. Uh, I'm going to charge forward using a trampling charge with my wars. Nice. Um, and the target, Falsity, must make a DC 14 strength saving throw. She fails. Yes. Um, so sucks. <laughs> Lovely Horse is going to make an attack with his hooves and also gets to make a, can take a bonus action to make a second attack. So that's two... Uh, two hooves. One for each hoof. Six and twenty-two. The, these are to hit? Yeah. The twenty-two hits. Shockingly enough, the six doesn't. That is fuck. Uh, that is fifteen <laughs> damage. Fuck. And that is, uh, Aye. lovely horse's damage, so I imagine it's not doubled. It is not damaged. Damage? Fifteen? Fifteen, yeah. It is not doubled. Um, she does not take any also, damage. Also, just, just with the trampling charge, I don't remember if I said it, uh, falsity is not prone. Mm. She'll have to get up on the And she'll have turn. disadvantage on dexterity? Or just just instant... Dis, is it disadvantage on dexterity and strength checks? We have advantage while she's prone. Um, and I'm going to slice and dice with my battle axe. Oh, I'm so excited for my... 16. So that's 16 to hit? Yeah. Incredible. That's with advantage? Yes. Yeah, nice. Uh, 16 does not hit. Rough. I only rolled a 9. For yeah. my highest roll, so I'm not shocked. You have two That's attacks. Fine. Um, oh my goodness, I do have an extra attack. Thank you, Tom. I did better this time. 13 plus my previous. <laughs> I did better this time. 13. <laughs> uh, I did better this time. Dirty 20. Dirty 20 hits? Yes. Can we all guess the AC? I think it's going to be 19. I think it's going to be 18. Okay, so that is um, 6 plus... Three, so that is nine for the axe itself, plus two for uh, improved divine smite. Mm. Uh, that's radiant so that's damage. Eleven mm-hmm. total. 22. Twenty-two. She is on the ground and she is injured. Next up, we have Berenald, who is raging mad because of Ooh. his deformation. Oh. And he's so angry that he rages right past her, missing. <laughs> she goes, Ah, I hate the moon. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Konsu Moon. Moon? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> thought I was wrong. It is Konsu's turn. I whip out my horn. Oh. And I go. That's your horn of Valhalla that you've yep. had since, since the very early sessions. Uh, and I roll 2d4, and then I add 2 to that. So that's how many berserkers I get in my friendship ally. 6. So I have 6 boys on my side. And I can command them to do whatever I want. Excellent. And I'm gonna tell them to, to fucking hit this bitch. They're gonna run at her with their great axes, all six of them, and they're just gonna fucking smack that bitch. Okay, and then... Do you add anything to these? They have stats yeah, you they need to look at? Yeah, they have stats. I add a plus five to hit. Um, but I'll roll them all again. So keep. Oh, they all have advantage? This is gonna be really hard to do. That one succeeds. These all fail, currently. Roll them again, I guess, and just see whether or not they pass. Uh, I think they all... That one's 20. Dirty 20. Yeah. That's 19. Failed. Okay. Mm. 20 is. 20. Uh, Shit. Wait. <laughs> so that's two hits. It is the moon. 
Yeah. Um, and they do 1d12 damage each. Oh, shit. Two nines. <laughs> Plus three. So 12 damage each. Nice. Uh, and as I summon them, after I blow the horn, they kind of, like, come out from the blow. From the and they just, like, surround me. And I just point at falsity and say, Your lord commands that you kill this bitch. And four of them miss. Pathetic. If you ask me. Each of the ones that miss, do they still exist? Do yeah. they stop? They or... exist for an hour until they die. Amazing. They fall back behind you. The two that managed to hit also go back behind you, but... They managed to injure falsity. Can they flank me? Yeah, sure. Like, form a hexagon around me to protect? They sure can. Elis Bark. Hello. Your turn. Okay. Um, I am going to run up and start attacking with my trident. Incredible. Um, yes. I will make my first attack. That is a... Advantage. Oh, yeah. With advantage. <laughs> 19 for my first attack. Does not hurt. Okay. 26 for my second attack. That hits. And for my third extra attack, uh, a nat 20. Yeah. Which will do double double damage. Double. Now, with Eldritch Strike, one of my new passive abilities, uh, whenever I hit a target with a weapon attack, they have disadvantage on the next spell I cast. So, I'm going to use my action surge to take another action, and I'm going to cast Poison Spray. She needs to do a constitution saving throw at disadvantage. Is this targeted or in a space? What? Is this targeted or in a space? It's just her. Okay, cool. 18. Shit. Okay, no damage. But with my war magic ability, when I cast a cantrip, I can use my bonus action to do another weapon attack. So I'll do one more trident at advantage. 20. Three successful attacks with your trident. Cool. You have three attacks? Mm-hmm. Jesus. I could do six if I wanted. Six, ten, eleven. Seven times three is twenty-one. So thirty-two. Double because of my gem, sixty-four. D&D stops being game of, like, oh, I'm gonna do this cool thing. It becomes my brain near hurt from doing <laughs> so much dang fucking maths. That is a fair bit of maths. Well, it is Beggy's turn. Beggy is going to try, try and attack with its little dagger. Aww. <laughs> oh. Woo! And it got a nat 20, which I was not expecting. Slice her throat, she bleeds out of me. Beggy was the true hero. It's a, a d4, right? Yeah, yeah. for a dagger. <laughs> but doubles, because Double. it's 20. Don't forget so, to add his dicks. Even though it was a 1, 4 damage. 4 damage, that's not bad. Falsity takes four damage from from our big from our boy. From a little halfling. It all adds up. It all adds up. Mark swings with his long sword and misses. Serena misses her turn completely. And with that, Glade attacks again with his spear. You miss her turn. Falsity's turn. Falsity, you're right. Falsity has a five. I missed that completely. Does she need to do anything to get back up? She will take. Half uh, a movement. Half a movement, yeah. So, if, if she wasn't moving anywhere, she can just get up and then yeah. she can yeah. still attack? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was reading the mods. Should I have been doing saving throws for a bunch of those? Um, for... For, like, constitution and dexterity. For when I had you do yeah. constitution saving throw. I was just using the mods here, not the saving throws there. Ha, oh. whoops. Oh, That's well. fine. Mm. 
That's fine. It's just that her skills are a lot better than what they were just now. She realizes that she's <laughs> been playing easy with you guys, and that she doesn't need to, for you are quite strong. Formidable heroes we are. Falsity is going to multi-attack the three of you with her crushing claws and bite. She's a crab. (laughs) Wait! Okay, mine hits. Each of those are plus 12. Cool. Sets nine plus twelve for Aurelia. Yeah, twenty-one hits. Sixteen plus twelve for you, Elis. Was that twenty-eight? Mm, yeah, that'll hit. Fifteen plus twelve, twenty-seven. That won't hit me actually. <laughs> <laughs> I literally can't. Like, I have ten AC. I will just get hit. <laughs> that was nineteen plus seven. Yep, that's twenty-six. Plus three D eight. That's 18. 44. Aurelia takes 44 damage. Fuck. That's over half my health. I wasn't expecting that. Hey, at least you take half damage, Elis. Mm-hmm. Concert, you're getting attacked. Yep. 14 plus 7 is 21. Plus 9. 30 damage. Elis. Mm. 22. Thank you. 22. 39 damage for you, Elis. Divided by two. Yeah, you do halve your damage. And with that, Falsity ends her turn, shouting one warning. Stop this silliness. Mm. What can I say? We're pretty silly. That was for myself. Crap. 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 Glade again goes with a spear to try and lunge at her and misses. Aurelia. I'm going to, as a bonus action, cast Searing Smite. And the next time I hit a creature with a melee weapon, uh, I deal an extra 1d6 fire damage and the target bursts into flame. And at the start of each of their turn, they need to make a constitution saving throw. Yeah, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. I can't charge with Lovely Horse this time, unfortunately, because we're right nearby. Mm-hmm. But let's start with Lovely Horse's attack. Nat 20. Nice. <laughs> 2d6 plus 4. That is 18 damage from Lovely Horse. Excellent. And then I'm going to use my two attacks, because I've got my extra attack as well. Uh, that is dirty 20 and a uh, 22. Both hit? Yes. 9 plus 3 plus 3, so that is 15. Plus, uh, I'm going to use my um, improved uh, divine smite. And so that's another 38. That is another 4. Plus the 1d6 for Searing Smite, so that's another 4. And no, I won't do anything else. So that is 15, 19, 23, 46. Amazing. Again, didn't you do 46 last time? Possibly. Hmm. I am a happy girl with so much hurt. Yeah. Yeah, that was impressive. (laughs) Berenald again, in a rage, feeling ridiculous because he missed so badly last time. Let's go, buddy. Misses again. Yeah, he is enraged, but not very good. (laughs) Way you go, Konsu. Cool. I'm going to start off my turn by using Quickened Spell in order to uh, make uh, make it so I can use a spell as a bonus action. Um, My first thing I'm going to do is cast Cone of Cold on you. 
On, on me? Yeah, on, on falsity? On falsity. Uh, Troy would not say no at this point. Yeah. Constitution saving throw. Saving throw. Yeah. Now that falsity has realised how strong she needs to actually be to go up against you guys. What does she need to be? 18. If it meets, it beats. No! Fuck. Plus 12? Okay, well, I still do 8d8. I, I mean, I do my regular amount of damage. That as proof. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and use Empowered Spell as well, so I can change some of those numbers. Make them a little bit more like what I want. Reroll the ones and whatnot, and the twos and the... So, 39 damage, and then I half it, but we go, we round up to make it... Four, and then we double it again to make 40 damage. So, half to 20, double up to 40. Why did it get half? Because uh, passed. Cause I she passed it. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, Credible, so 40 damage to falsity. Yeah, and then... Cool. As a bonus action, thanks to my quickened spell that I prepared earlier. Here's one I prepared earlier. <laughs> I'm going to use Mash Suggestion, but I'm only going to use it on Falsity. Because <laughs> I don't want to use it on anyone else. What are you suggesting? Uh, we'll make the check first, and then I'll make the suggestion. Wisdom saving throw. 19. Fuck. It does nothing then. But I still do say my suggestion, which was going to be, uh, dig yourself a grave. <laughs> Very cool. Anyways. That's the end of your turn? Yep. Go off, Falsity. Oh, she's going too soon. But first, we have the Minotaur army. Two of them hit. What is a nat one on roll to hit? Uh, miss. It's miss, miss, but you can also yeah, you you can can add do something thing. if you want. I usually make a do-bad thing, but yeah. that's because I'm evil. Uh, one of the Minotaurs kills another accidentally. Oh, you said that's so blase. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, oh, uh, a little bit of murder. There's how many? There's so many minotaurs. That's nine more damage. Damn, good job, team. And it is Elis's turn. She has to roll a one or a two to get hit by my poison spray. Oh, I probably should have included you guys in my cone of cold, huh? Why? You wait. You probably did, cold. or you? No, I probably should have, right? to cone uh yeah yeah I, I figured there would have been other things in the way but i, I just i just ran it. right up to falsity's face and went Bah! boom <laughs> cool we'll keep that in mind you are close to falsity yep right up in her eye are line. you guys still flanking you oh i forgot about my guys yeah your boys way too late for me to do their turn but yeah, troy you want me to do their turn that's up to elis it's his turn Can i do my boys turn go for it i have some things to do i have my boys attack Uh, that's 24, and I think the rest miss. So one hits. Yep. And I'm going to say that one of your boys disapparates. With a um, nat, one. nat one. He swings his axe and cuts his own head off. Oh, yeah, he does. What was the damage that I did for them? Was it a d12? Yeah. D12 plus 3. 13 damage. Awesome. My boys just fucking bolt up. All of them miss. One of them stabs themselves, but the other one, that one guy, doink. That you know? one guy gets through the crowd and manages to doink Falsity right in her spiritual dog face. This is my kingdom. I, want, I don't want to say bitch again because I've said it a lot, but... Bitch. Bitch. Because you're a dog. Elis Bark. Hello. I'm just going to make three attacks. Are you using any spells, or is that afterwards? Um, I can, but like the the only ones that would be really useful are poison spray, which she needs to roll a one or a two on. I she's mean, got disadvantage. She's got disadvantage. It's possible. It will be three d twelve 
times two. Let's go for it. Let's try it. I'm going to try it this time, and then next turn I'll just attack three times. So first I lead with just a blast of poison to her face. Nice. Um, constitution saving throw at disadvantage. Six and a nine. Both Nothing. of them plus twelve. <sighs> nope. Okay. Constitution then... is plus twelve? Really? Yeah, her saving throw is twelve. All saving throws? Uh, nope. What, what was her method of attack? Uh, she bite. used a multi-attack crushing claws... Which was 2d12 plus 7, and then a bludgeoning damage. Wow, okay. Interesting. That sounds strength-based, doesn't it? Okay. I'm just going to do my last attack then. With I my use no more strength. Bonus action there. Um, that's not going to be enough to hit. I'm not doing anything this turn. Sorry. That's okay. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes, Sometimes it, happens. it does. And Falsity decides to attack the um, moon. Actually, I'm going to luck that. Fuck it. Whee! There we go. So that's a, um, uh, uh, 26. 26 to hit. Isn't it a D8 with your trident when you're not throwing it? Uh, no, it's a D8 when I'm holding it with two hands. I've got the shield ah, in the other okay. hand. So that is 11 times 2, 22 damage. Very nice. At the start of a turn, she also must make a, uh, constitution saving throw for my searing smite. That's 5 plus 12. 17. Yeah, So rough. it meets, it beats, unfortunately. Falsity is going to do her triple attack, this time at the Minotaurs. 12 plus 4, 16. Is she going to get punished for a nat 1, or are you only going to punish the is. players? Please punish me. <laughs> oh, daddy. What is going to happen with this roll that I've just done? She is going to take out a decent chunk of the Minotaurs. Hmm. She's going to kill herself. And She's that... going to take out eight of the Minotaurs. However, that is going to use up all of her energy that she has ready and there because she feels weakened because four gems begin glowing. <gasps> and for your next moves, each of you have some type of advantage. Okay, so what we've noticed is she's very strong, and her constitution's very high. Yeah. But I'm hoping her wisdom isn't as high. As I say, halt, and I use command. Ooh! Uh, wisdom so bury yourself throw. in the ground. <laughs> wisdom saving throw. It can only be one word. Wisdom bury. <laughs> Dig. Grave. <laughs> wisdom saving throw? Yeah. Oh. Seven. Can you lock that? I'm going to use lock to give myself advantage. A, a kind of advantage against sure. her. So do you want to take an on all so time as well? So disadvantage, is it, disadvantage basically? Yeah. I rolled a seven on the first die, and the luck disadvantage that Lucy gave me meant that falsity rolled a two. Plus nine. Eleven. <laughs> I would have had it either way. <laughs> yeah, you would have been fine, mm-hmm. but still, um, good to be safe. Yeah. And, uh... As a bonus action, Lovely Horse is going to kick it. <laughs> In the jaw. Kick. Oh, misses. I... <laughs> this is so bad. Seven. I guess you didn't need to use luck, did you? Because I just said you got advantage. On some things you oh, said. Right, I right. assumed it was only attacks, but... That makes sense. Yeah, attacks, not spells. Um, that's right. It was a saving throw. And yeah, I, I don't actually have anything else. I've just made her stop, and I think that's very funny. Just on, just on my big old horse... Big old unicorn with a, a space helmet. Stop. Because she has stopped, lovely horse would get advantage because they're attacking <laughs> a non-moving object. And somehow, nat with that 20. advantage, horse. you got a nat 20. 
Three plus four, so that is seven. Fourteen total. Is it double the horse? Yeah, uh, it's your net twenty. Lovely horse with its <laughs> horns sticking out of its helmet. Stupid wee space helmet <laughs> charges straight at falsity and pierces her celestial moon heart. She screams out, "You will be punished, all of you, just not by me!" And she explodes. Each That's of you, my lovely horse, feel a massive well of strength Ooh. flow into you as you each gain five levels. Oh shit! Oh shit! Jesus I Christ! No, no. I was gonna say max level. I don't know where I got the idea that uh, five was seven. <laughs> Am I right, Keith? You all feel that well of strength as you all go up five levels. Do you guys want to quickly run through what happened in your level up? Uh, I hit level eighteen. Shit. So now I have wings if I want. I also can't die. No. <laughs> yeah, that's simply not true. I'm pretty close to not being able to die. The two thing, two big things was uh, a lot of my stats went up, so both my strength and con, and then also my health skyrocketed to over 100. Wow. 100, 138. As a bonus action, when I have fewer than half my hit points remaining, I can re- regain a number of my hit points equal to half my hit points maximum. So if I'm down to 1 HP, then I can go back up to... Well, I could go back to before because we have double healing. Mm-hmm. Elis um, gained the senses of a crab, and now he's much more alert. Crap. De- a decent bonus in health and everything? Yep. Oh, that... Around you, the Minotaurs fall to their knees. Serena, Mark, Glade, Baggy, and Berenald all look at you all in awe and wonder. Serena, looking at herself glowing slightly with this newfound strength that she also gained. What level are you, Serena? Oh, you know, like, 11 now. I'm, oh. I, I haven't gone around killing disciples or anything, so... You should have been. I'm Am pretty I right? bump it. impressed. No, not you. Yes, yeah, Ser- Serena no, 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 wants no, bump. I don't want to bump you. I'm bumping my friends who have gone around killing disciples. Oh, okay. She bumps <laughs> her own fists together. And as you do so, out of the moon... Come 20 of the moon dragons, rumoured to be living inside the moon. 20. Yep, and immediately the minotaurs leap into action, two grabbing each one of them and trying to pummel them and hurt them. And you all start launching some attacks at them to help out, I guess. Mm. Mm. Do you want to just roll a d20 to let us know how kind of... Overall, while we do in this set. Yeah. 17. Nat 20. 16. Aurelia, I'm going to get you to roll a d6. Six. You take out six minotaurs. Describe six how you minotaurs? Do... Nope, sorry, six <laughs> dragons. Tell us how you do it. Um, I'm on lovely horse, but like I'm kind of standing up, so I've got that reach that I mm-hmm. need, and I'm just uh, kind of doing well-aimed stabs upwards at Amazing. Dragons. With your... Uh, sorry, swings upwards with my, with my axe. Amazing. So that was a 17 over there. Mm-hmm. Roll a d6. One. <laughs> <laughs> you take out one massive dragon. How do you do it? I walk up to the dragon and I say, die, and it does. <laughs> Incredible. It falls and face plants. It does take out two minotaurs with it, but it goes down. Sorry. Just, um, you know what I'm saying? Elis, <laughs> you got a 20? I did. Roll 2d6. Woo! <laughs> uh, six. Seven and six is thirteen. What? What? You oh, guys oh, took out six. Ours, you took all one. Of Sorry, in total. that's Sorry. all in total. Mm. Uh, tell us how you take out those six dragons. Uh, using my newfound abilities, I 
fly into the sky with my fly spell, and I cast Shatter, and around me six dragons who are coming around just got their brains exploded. Um, terrifying, incredible, and beautiful. Mm. And Serena takes out two of the dragons herself, <laughs> finally connecting with her gem and using it to blast these two dragons to pieces. How does it feel to be outdone, concert? Sorry, I, I killed one by talking to it. <laughs> yeah, you killed one. I use my wings and fly out to Eos and say, hey, it must be pretty cool to fly, you know, and it have... Pretty sweet. Must suck to be on the ground on some dumb horse. Are you flying too? Yeah, I have a fly spell now. Nice. And I just have wings. Hmm. There are five more dragons. And... I'll get you all to roll religion. Five. With advantage. Five. <laughs> Nineteen. Five plus two. Seven. Seventeen. Kansu, you don't hear the voice. Yeah, Probably I kind of disconnected because... myself from religion. I'm actually kind of more into this new thing called, I don't know, atheism? <laughs> Sorry, called what? Atheism. <laughs> atheism. Atheism. <laughs> Return to monkey. <laughs> and a 17 and a 19, the two of you hear the voices of the nearby moon Tibber telling you thank you falsity was corrupt and you guys have helped free us thank you it's a pity what's going on down on the world affinity but i i know you guys can help us or hurt us i suppose but you must combine your strengths you must take down these last few dragons and serena runs forward and grabs onto aurelia's hand and tries to grab onto elis or Konsu's hand Hello? but they're, of course, flying. <laughs> and you all feel the urge to come together and combine with your gems. Reluctantly, I drop to the earth and I grab whoever's hand. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll grab your hand because you're next to me. Grab Serena's hand. Aurelia's hand, and I grab Elis's <laughs> hand, and we hold hands. We're all holding hands around the microphone. We're Very so sweaty. sweaty. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so hot right now. All of our gems begin glowing, says Serena. <laughs> 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 and they do. Red, blue, green, and yellow, sin, toe, car, fair, fire, earth, wind, and water, all combining as your elemental energies blast across the moon's surface, taking out the last five dragons and a number of minotaurs. And as it happens, and the last dragon falls, the essence of all of them come together to form Windavia. The elemental griffin and primordial god of Windavia, the continent you guys had come from. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Greetings. I am all about balance. Mm. And, as you might have noticed, my world has been imbalanced for some time now. Mm. Mainly because I was dead, destroyed by falsity. Yes. And you three were created, and then more humans, like yourself. Pointing at Serena, Mark, and Glade. The less important ones are Mark and Glade. Oh, yeah. Serena's <laughs> the protagonist. But you all came together, and you have helped bring me back. What do we do from here? Um, I have an idea. Can I discuss it with my friends? Of, of course. Aurelia and Elis, I have... It looks like you, you nearly got up to leave the room. <laughs> Aurelius and... Shit <laughs> <laughs> <Shipmate. laughs> Aurelian Elis, I, with that surge of power, I can feel a particular spell that I have now called Wish. And I would like to reset the world to its former state where we take our rightful place as whatever we want to be. Gods, kings. Gods. Anything. 
I what wish do you we think? were the gods of this planet. What do you think? I think this is a great idea. Mm, I agree. That's why I came up with it. I don't love to not be a god. <laughs> <laughs> do we have to run the moment? <laughs> hmm. What's wrong, Eulis? You look confused and confuddled. I've, I've had a lot of power. Each time I gain more, it's been feeling like a bit too much. I want to return to crap. <laughs> well, okay. I wish we were gods and he were crap. <laughs> I think we can find a way to work this. And what about me? You can do whatever you want. Also god? This is Serena, obviously. Also god? Sure. Serena, do you want to be a god? Do you want to be a crab? I, I think... I think I'm better off helping the human race. There's still, well, Garth down there, but I think he, Mark, Glade, and I can uh, steer people in the right direction where it's less murder and killing and more... We are a little bit all about that, huh? Yes. More, A little bit more colonisation, I guess. <laughs> I think I know... Starting with Cool Land. That's, that's kind of why I don't want to be a god, because I feel like... Once I'm up there, I'm going to start, like, messing shit up and getting power hungry and making people lie to each other and shit. I'm content I was, that I'm already pretty much that, so... I was a much better person as a crab. That makes sense. I'll still visit You're you from time to time. You're much better crab as a crab. Mm. Eelis, I want you to know that even Everything's as a crab... Hey! We're doing <laughs> the fucking end of the series? Sorry! Um, Eelis, I want you to know that even if you're a crab, you can come up to Godland and hang out with us anytime and you know maybe i'll let you do a cool god thing from time to time but you will always be no matter what and i think i speak for both of us when i say our friend thanks guys i thought you were gonna say a silly crab (laughs) (laughs) silly crab yeah i i want to be a god i want to be the best i want to be a god (laughs) okay i think i'm ready for what i want to wish for windavia i'm going i'm about to do something pretty fucking wicked and I cast... Look, yeah, what? Uh, yes, all right. It is cool. time. Yeah, I'm doing it. Come forward. No. The I'm... four of you heroes, <laughs> the Minotaur people, others... I don't need you for this. Uh, oh. I just, I'm casting Wish. Oh, okay. Okay, so let me just do it real quick, and I cast Wish, and I say to the Void, I wish we can reset the universe, and we can all take all us four, four take our rightful place as what we truly want to be in this world. Around you, the whole moon glows, and the Minotaurs and their ships fade away. Baggy, Mark, Glade, and Berenald all fade away. Tibber and Hannah, the two nearest moons, glow brightly as well, and you hear a voice, one you've not heard, just say, Thank you. You have done Finity proud. And it is the voice of Hannah, the emerald dragon who created this world, and is in the smallest moon. And one by one, the four of you begin to disappear. But before you go, you see Windavia, the elemental griffin, nod. And the four gems that were in your foreheads come flying out slowly and combine in the middle and return into Windavia. She glows. And from her come the new formed beings of Hearth, Pyre, and Embros. The three disciples of Sin, Terra, Marl, and Alluvium, the three disciples of Car, Pluvial, Room, and Lymph, the three disciples of Fair, Zephyra, Tempesta, and Mistral, the three disciples of Toe, and return to the domain of Windavia, down below. She then fades away, as do the three of you. Goodbye.
We're going to hang out a lot. I mean, yeah, we'll still... We're gonna, yeah. I mean, okay. we work together. Yeah. I'm going to get you, the three of you to roll a d20 and we'll tell you what happens. Oh, no. 17. 19. 13. Ela Spa, you, in your non-corporeal form, hear one last time, are you sure you wish to return to crab form? Put me back to a crab. Your armour tightens. The sheaths and gauntlets become actual pincers. Your plate mail becomes your hard shell. And you shrink very quickly before falling, plummeting towards infinity itself. Are you going to meet your crab wife? Elis is going to get eaten by a seagull. (laughs) (laughs) Splash! You land in the ocean. And there in front of you is Lymph. The water nymph of joy, pleasure, and your friend. You are content, Elis. You don't want any special power or privilege or control. When I was human, all I knew was greed. And when I was given back the memory of the time I was a crab, all I knew was happiness and being silly and eating seaweed and just having a good time. I'm ready to just be a crab again. And so it shall be. Elis Bark, my favourite little silly crab. <laughs> Welcome back to the Ocean's Affinity. Schnip, schnip, schnip. Any final words? Schnip, schnip, schnip. Excellent. <laughs> As you become non-corporeal... What animal head do I want? <laughs> first, using your mind's eye, you cast your vision down upon Finity, and you see that Garth has wandered the world, spreading news of how the three human heroes came to be. They came from creatures in the ocean, he says. They just were brought into existence from nothing because the world needed them. They even came from the moon itself. Whatever was needed for our human heroes to come down and restore balance to our world, maybe not in the traditional sense, (laughs) but it was needed, and they did it. They are heroes, and these humans created Cool Land, which was the first human capital... Infinity. Tight. You also see Half Village, where Pocket and Dill, the Armadillian, are singing a new song of heroes, Hannah, and success. You also feel a new life form created upon Infinity, and in the trees, <laughs> scuttling around, are tree lobsters, your very own creations. They exist now. <laughs> Thanks. No worries. <laughs> and then you see the last remaining spectral energy fragments that used to be falsity. And she says, I'm sorry, take my place or return to home. Whatever you want, Komsu. Tell us. Falsity, I want you to know that I will be so much more than you ever were. And I just walk up and sit down on like, I don't know, is there a throne or some shit? Am I taking my place? I don't even know what's going on. Sure. The moon itself creates a throne for you. Falsity the moon becomes the throne of Consumer. Wow, what is this, Egypt? <laughs> Konsu is the Egyptian god of the moon. Just in case you didn't know. I didn't know that. That's pretty epic. <laughs> that works out well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, what a coincidence. <laughs> wow. My name I made up because it sounded good. I did my name because I knew that I was going to be associated with a moon god. And I was like, well, I want to be Egyptian. <laughs> Do you have any final things? Yeah. Can I see what my animal head is? Absolutely. I, put, I create a moon mirror. You create a moon mirror. <laughs> moon mirror. What moon is, mirror. 
What are some cool animals that I met on my journey that I really vibed with? I mean, obviously I want to choose a bird because I fucking love birds. And yeah, birds are fucking dope. Frogatone. You bird. <laughs> no, you went against a camel cobra. There were frog toads. You guys went against true. Well, there were tree lobsters. You don't really go against many birds. You had I think hornets. I, let's go with a bird. Hold on, hold on. Let me look at the hieroglyphics of my name. Yeah, there's an owl in there. There's also a normal bird. I'd say an owl's quite moony. Yeah. I uh, night bird. Hold up my mirror, and I have owl head, little owl ears, and I also um. I look down to Earth. Infinity. Infinity. I see, like, Eolus scuttling down there. I see, you know, everything going on. And I, and I think to myself, like, things could still be better. And so I, uh, I start writing. I pull out and create a little sheet of paper from my... Imagine, I'm just a god, so I can just do whatever I want. I create a little sheet of paper, and I write down a to-do list. And at the top of it is create god council. And then Ooh. I fold it up and put it away. And light, sit back down in my chair... And go, I wonder how Aurelia's doing. <laughs> and you could not see her yet, for her spiritual energy was going back down to Finity, and her energy lands first in Cool Land, where her little mud man had come to life. He stands and salutes her. God of mud. Aurelia! <laughs> <laughs> I am but your humble servant, but <laughs> you have given me life, and I have protected this town, and there are now humans here. They have come, they have claimed ownership of the cool land, they say they want to build a castle, and I have helped them. There are towers now. Very good. Very, very good. I don't want to go to the bed. Very good. I'm glad to hear it, my little mud friend. I have been asked to remain as its protector and saviour. Good. That works. I like that. If you allow it. Yeah. Definitely. You've got your own mud sentience. You can you can do what you like. Thank you. Um The only thing I didn't get was a name. Oh, what was my last snowman called? It's called Icy McFuckbrain. <laughs> it was one of the <laughs> it was using the Frosty McSweetheart or something yeah. like that. Um my mud boy will be... Sticky McMudman. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Sticky. <laughs> I am Sticky, and I am your... <laughs> I am your ground guardian. And I will protect you if you ever need it. I will combine with the earth and come up and save you wherever you are. Thank I love you. him. I love you so much, <laughs> Sticky. And as you give Sticky his new name, you feel your essence fading again, and you wake up in the Windrobe Woods. Bye-bye, Sticky. And there, standing in front of you, is Terra. And <laughs> lovely space horse. Hello, my two horse friends. Aurelia, you never gave up. You always protected, whether it was us, this world, or your friends. You are a true hero. We welcome you back to Finity, and whatever you want, whatever you need, we will help you. I'm glad to hear it. I, yes, I'm looking forward to being a god for affinity and it's going to be rad and cool. What is your dream? I feel like Aurelia would want to be quite classical with her, with her uh, godliness. And much like how the Greek gods were on the Mount Olympus, uh, Aurelia will live on a big mountain and will and we'll be kind of the god over the planet, and, but we'll have the mountain home. And yeah, we'll just kind of, you know... Fuck around and be a god, I don't know. <laughs> and while 
Tara and your gorgeous, lovely, lovely horse try to help you become god of the whole planet. Unfortunately, the other 11 continents don't allow your power to exude over them quite yet. We'll get there. <laughs> and you will, says Terra. We believe in you. But first, I bestow upon lovely horse these wings. Lovely Pegasus. And you are able to take off and fly out of the Windavia domain towards another continent for the first time. Yes. And with that, all of your adventures are complete. Serena becomes the first Queen of Finity. Konsu takes over the moon and becomes the first celestial god created from nothing. When the moon hits your eye <laughs> like a big pizza pie, that's, that's a, a Konsu. Konsu. <laughs> Aurelia, taking flight upon her lovely Pegasus, is off to explore the rest of the world. Wow, those are both pretty epic. Those are pretty damn epic. <laughs> and Ellis Bark, his old bag of bones had been cracking and crumbling with the amount of power and energy, mm. but now returned to his crab form. Finally, he is filled with bliss, happiness, and joy, for he can live forever as a happy and silly crab. Forever crab. And remember, you're in the Council of Gods, just like, as a... You're the... <laughs> What is this crab doing here? <laughs> hey, respect that crab. He is a hero. You're the you're the uh, fucking the transcriptor <laughs> sitting there going with your. But he's got a wee like microphone next to him, so you can hear what we're actually saying. But he's just snipping it out in Morse code. And the first full moon that shines down allows Elis to return to his human form, which he can do. In the full moonlight. Oh. We're crab. Which, We're human. Seeing as there's three moons, happens more than Oops. once a month. <laughs> he can do it at will. And I'd like to think, if you guys aren't cool with this, you can say no. I'd like to think every now and then we meet for a beer at the Halfling Village and just have a have a quick chill session. Just yeah, absolutely. Out. Just, you know, like maybe once a... We keep in contact. Mm. I message Charles. Use, I, the, I message, use the Jimmy. It's <laughs> every year during the... Summer Festival of Half. Yeah! yeah. And, and that is the end of Season Quest Summer. Yay! Three nice. seasons. My goodness. God, what's next, huh? Ugh. I wouldn't <laughs> want to ne- listen to the fourth one. That's usually the worst season. <laughs> I've been Charlie, and I played Elis Bark this season, the silly crab turned power-hungry human turned silly crab again. And I'm Tom, I played the protagonist, Consumer, <laughs> the king turned god turned king god. And I'm Lucy, and I've played Aurelia Atlas, the uh, noble do-gooder, who because of that got to be a god. And I was Troy J. Malcolm, the summer DM. Make sure you follow Season Quest Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And tune in next season on March 5th, where we begin season four. Take it away, Tom, and tell us about it. Hey, guys. Uh, So it's going to start off in the town of Beans, and there's going to be some alchemists. It's going to be pretty fucking sweet. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. I've been working on it for a while. I love you. I'm going to be DM of Autumn. Tom, by the way. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Wahoo.
Hello again, it's Troy J. Malcolm here, the Summer DM. Just wanted to say a few thank yous to finalise and finish my summer season. Charlie Leeming, Lucy Jones and Tom Collins, thank you so much for being such incredible players and for joining me on this 12 episode adventure. And to our special guest star Jules Daniel from the Fate of Eisen podcast for joining us. You were our first proper guest star and I had so much fun DMing for all four of you. This was my first time ever as a dungeon master and the amount of chaotic improv energy you guys brought to it really helped me feel at ease and have fun with my campaign. So thank you again. Next thank yous go to Emmy Wilson for all the incredible art you see on our podcast, Jonathan Lake for their help with transport, and Logan Burrell for all of their video editing. We would not be able to make this podcast as good as it is without you. Finally, just a few quick credits for helping me build the world of Finity since 2015. Those go to Beth Marriott, Caro Joyner, Al Gillian Pryor, Alicia Ward, Emma Paul, James Baldock, Lily Hoy, Mika Kayser, Morgan Williams, and Paul Harrison. These people have either played within the world or helped build parts of it. And I can't wait to explore Finity some more. If you enjoyed listening to These Human Heroes Have Their Adventures Infinity, please get in contact with us at Season Quest Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Let us know that you want more Finity stories because the amount of stories I have ready is infinite. Thank you again for listening to the summer season of Season Quest. Join us next week or the week after because we have the spring Q&A, as well as the first episode of Autumn, starring Tom Collins as the DM. Can't wait to hear from all of you, and I can't wait for you to hear more of us. Thank you very much. Goodbye.